Welcome back to Embers to Flames, the podcast where I talk about my creative journey and building something from nothing. Wow, I think this is episode four or five? Five. Episode five. Wow, I should be a pro by now. I have experience of five episodes. (laughs) What am I talking about? As usual fashion, it is currently Tuesday night for me, so for you it is Tuesday morning when I'm recording this. So I'm a day late, but you know, late is better than never, am I right? At least I'm not a week late this time. I'm slightly improving, slowly. Um, <laughs> but no, so... Oh my god, hold on. My, f- This is all over the place. I'm currently charging my phone at the same time as I'm recording, so yeah, my computer was just making noises in the background, but I'm back, and let's start off this episode with the weekly wrap. This time, I literally only have a week and one day to cover because I'm not late. Um, So basically, last week, when, what was I doing last week? I don't remember. But I surprised my mom at the airport, and then she was visiting all of last week, but obviously I was working, so you know, it's kind of, I wasn't able to really hang out with her during the day, except for sometimes we'd meet up for lunch or something, but it was still nice to see her and, you know, be able to hang out a little bit, and then last weekend, um, we went to Hong Kong, which was amazing. Um, if you don't know this, um, my family actually lived in Hong Kong from 2010 to 2013. So it was a lot of fun to sort of revisit somewhere that we really love. And, you know, when I was, well, how old was I in 2010? Like, 10, I think, no, 11, I was 11 in 2010, or something around there, and, you know, becoming a teenager, blah, 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 I went, I'm not, like, during my time there, especially towards the end, um, no, actually the entire time, I was pretty much, like, set on being like, "Eh, I want to go back to Atlanta, I want to go back to my friends, I want to go back to this school, and, you know, that's just sort of the mindset I was in when I was that age. Um, but I did appreciate everything we were doing there, and it's not like I was unhappy. I made awesome friends in Hong Kong. Um, I'm still in contact with my best friend, uh, one of my best friends, Anne, who lives in Belgium now, but we stay in contact all the time. I was actually just on the on FaceTime with her, like, earlier today. Um, so Hong Kong is a really special place to not only me, but also my family, we traveled so much while we were there because it's such a convenient location. Um, and honestly, living in Hong Kong is, you know, very different than Atlanta, Georgia. Um, you know, the amount of freedom you can have just because of how safe it is there and the public transport makes it so easy. And even though I was young, um, I still took the bus to school by myself and I would take taxis home by myself all the time. Um, it was a different world literally um yeah so it was really interesting to go back and um literally the fun the most fun thing english was the little like almost i want to say easter eggs but things that would trigger like memories for me so we'd just be walking around and then i would see like a bank or something that i would just recognize instantly 
was really fun for some reason because <laughs> it's this, these things you don't that don't really stick out in your memory but are still you know buried under some sort of layers in your memory I don't know so when you see them it's like whoa like I remember that it's not very important but I still remember that it's pretty cool I don't know so it was a lot of fun to go back and my video that I posted today is actually all about Hong Kong and sort of you know showing you guys a little bit of things that are significant in my past and just giving you a little bit of insight into that portion of my life because it was a really important part of my life and it taught me living there taught me the importance of you know being an international citizen and really opening my eyes to how different cultures are and all this incredible stuff that you can't learn from watching on television or you know reading and books like you really need to be there to see how different people live and how different cultures are and it's just it opened my mind my mindset so much and that's why probably one of the reasons why I love traveling so much aka why I am here in Shanghai right now so yeah it's just I don't know I really liked that video I know it's not the most like I'm always thinking like how can I give value to my audience watching and you know this video it's more about <laughs> me <laughs> it sounds so self-centered but I wanted to create something that I really liked and I was just feeling nostalgic visiting Hong Kong and so I feel like this video has a very nostalgic tonality to it but it is what it is and yeah so that's sort of my weekly wrap and now I'm back at work I almost said school I'm back at work <laughs> and things are just back to normal I guess tomorrow should be a very busy day because I'm have to like literally shoot and edit a video for my work in one day so that's gonna be fun good thing wasn't today because I was editing all day <laughs> last minute as usual um but yeah so what has been on my mind YouTube-wise lately? Creative-wise. Creative-wise. Um, one thing that has been on my mind a lot recently, and I know I've talked about this a lot in the past, is my female creator video. And some of you might have heard me talk about this like a couple months ago and been, or like, what are you doing? Why is it taking so long for you to make this video? You've been talking about it for so long. And the reason is, first of all, I'm trying to get a lot of cool people to be involved in this. So it's sort of, you know, taking some time to get everyone's responses in. And um, after I get everyone's responses in, I really need to start um, putting it together. And I feel like this video is a very... The, the whole, the overall vibe of this video, I want to be very positive and uplifting and I don't want it to be negative at all. But obviously when you talk about something like, I don't know, I feel like when people hear topics like, oh, we need more like, when you're talking about issues, I don't even want to call it an issue. When you're talking about things like this, 
it can get very touchy real fast, if you know what I mean. There's always people who are going to get triggered. There's always people who are going to disagree or think you're overreacting or whatever. But it's not... It's literally a fact that there are not as many female creators in this cinematography, tech, editing, like, whatever niche. It's not disputable. It's a literal fact. Um, And I don't blame, like, anyone for that. And I'm kind of... It's really... This is why I've been struggling so much to even write the script for this video, because I don't want to, like piss off anyone and I don't want to um like put across the message that I don't necessarily want to and there's I don't want to represent the creators who are in this video negatively or say something that they don't agree with because I don't want to you know make them look bad I don't want I want it to be more fast-paced video but like I don't want to misrepresent them um it's just a lot of thinking and sort of making sure that everything I say I can justify later and back up and be confident in everything that I'm saying and also just in general like formulating a storyline that's like brings up the issues and brings up the stats and brings up um, people's struggles but at the same time I want it to be super empowering and uplifting um, and just like a positive, happy video with a ton of awesome fece- female feces. <laughs> I'm tired. With amazing, like a ton of awesome female creators just all pushing this message of just like do it, you know, like it might be hard, but just do it. And I like, I think it's gonna be a dope video. Like, I'm not gonna stop until it is an awesome video. It's one of those videos that I'm just gonna spend so much time on. And I I was talking to Anne today, who's one of my, my friend I was talking about, who's from Belgium, that I met in Hong Kong. And um, I was telling her about it, and I was like, yeah, the only thing is I'm kind of worried because, like, you know, I don't want to offend anyone and I don't want it to not be perfect and she was like and she said something that's really stuck with me and it was um she said basically like you know when you like make videos you always have that feeling at the end where you either really like it or you don't and you make something else and I was like yeah and she said well when you're done with this female creator video, you'll just know if you like it or not. And then if you don't like it, you can just change something and perfect it until you have that feeling that you do. And I was like, yep. I know you're right. (laughs) She's so right. Like, I need to just stop overthinking it and just make this video. And then when it's done, watch it. And if I have any sort of doubt redo whatever I'm feeling doubtful about and then watch it again and see if I'm super pumped about every single aspect of it if not just change it up do it again um and I feel like I know sort of the balance because that can be a dangerous balance you know like if you're constantly wanting it to be perfect you'll just never upload it so you kind of have to find that delicate balance of like okay, I could spend another five days working on this and doing all these cool little effects and, you know, trying to perfect the storyline exactly. Um, But I 
I think that's a little bit extreme, and I I do believe in like, you know, putting out a ton of videos to improve. But this one is sort of special in the fact that I can't mess up, and it's probably gonna be seen. It's going to be seen by, sorry, by all the amazing female creators who are in this video who I don't want to make a bad impression on and I don't want to make them feel like I misrepresented them because that sucks for them and it sucks for me because I don't want them to think that way of me, you know, and I don't want to disappoint them in that way. So it's just, there's just a lot of like, ah, uh, around this video, but I'm so excited to put it out there because the responses I've gotten so far have been amazing. Um, if any of you are listening to this, thank you so much for participating. Um, everyone had such thoughtful and it's my questions. I asked different questions to everyone. Um, or like slightly differing questions, but some of them were a little bit more touchy. Like I would ask some of the people, for example, like, have you had, a, had an experience where, you know, you were the only female, like person, person, like videographer or something, um, working on a project, like, I don't know, stuff like that. And I know those are very specific questions and it's not that black and white, you know, like, it's not just that simple, but my questions are more to provoke people to sort of talk about that issue without being so direct, and it really honestly worked. I got such... because people would kind of say like, yeah, I haven't had like a super dramatic experience, but I do feel that, and then they'd sort of go on, and that's kind of what I wanted. I didn't really want the intense dramatic experience because that could be more have a more negative connotation anyway, so maybe I could have better formulated my questions, but I think by sort of having more like provoking questions, it forced people to sort of think of answers that had a more careful approach, which is what I want, but were also very positive and sort of like, I don't know, it just, they're, so far all the answers I've gotten are so good, and it's just gonna be difficult to make a story out of this and weave everyone's answers together because, you know, at first I didn't even know what I wanted to ask people, I was sort of like, what questions do I ask them? So I kind of just made up stuff and sent out the questions and had a sort of repetition like structure with all of them but other than that it's pretty random so I need to put together some sort of storyline incorporating everyone I think I have almost no a def okay it's probably like 10 ish answers so far and I'm still waiting on two so it's pretty intense but wow when this video is done I want it to be the video I'm most proud of um, because it's something that you know, is really important to me, and also, I just want it to be a dope video. Uh, I'm sorry I'm ranting about this, but it has been on my mind a lot, so, and that's what this podcast is about, so, if you don't like it, bye, <laughs> um, but no, um, yeah, I, one thing, one tip I could give you if you are a creator or a YouTuber, podcaster, literally it does not matter what you do, it's so important to get involved in your community and not 
being afraid to reach out to other creators who are doing things that you believe in, that content you love. Um, it's so nice to be able to reach out to those people, and no matter how un like unobtainable or like whatever you know numbers they may have or wherever they may live, the fact that the internet is such an awesome tool to connect people that otherwise would not have the opportunity to meet each other or interact is so incredibly valuable and you need to take advantage of that and if you want to seriously be a creator or any sort of like artist or I don't know succeed in this space talking to other creators and getting involved in the community and putting yourself out there is probably one of the most important things you can be doing um, no matter your size no matter how how many subscribers you have or views that stuff doesn't matter if you really love what you're doing and you want to connect with other people that you think are awesome and you know you can provide them some sort of value um, obviously you can't just okay side this is a little side rant okay i get so many dms on instagram and twitter from people who are just like hey audrey let's collab i have a like let's collab this is my instagram or this is my twitter they'll like say it to the this could be in the youtube comment too where they'll like link their instagram or something but if they message me directly on instagram i get so many mess hey audrey let's collab that's it. I'm just sitting there like, why? <laughs> like, is that, that's, okay, that kind of sounds mean, but if you're gonna ask someone to collab with you, you should have some sort of value exchange, because from my perspective, when someone just, mess, someone I don't know just messages me saying, hey, let's collab, I'll be like, what? Like, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but like what like I've you need to give me some background here about you know who you are what you do what this collab would be you know I need to see some sort of value not only for me but also for you and if it's only sort of a one-way street here with you know you contacting me I'm kind of just sitting here like I don't I don't know. I don't like collabing with strangers. Um, that's great that you love my content and everything and think our, us collabing would be a great fit. But I need I need more of a pitch, you know? Um, so when I went to these other creators that they obviously did not know me um, for the most part, um, except for I did, I contacted a couple like bigger creators. I don't even like saying that, but you know. Uh, and then some of my friends and people I'd interacted with before, um, but the ones that I never had contacted before, I would sort of introduce myself, I linked to my channel, I told them what the video was going to be about, and sort of said, you know, I love what you're doing in this niche, and I really think your contribution would, like, be awesome for this video topic, and a lot of these women you know, this is something that's impacted them, um, something that they have to deal with, that they think about constantly, so 
it made more sense for them to contribute because it's something they cared about and something, you know, I don't know. It was a bit more of a value exchange. Um, instead of just messaging someone saying, hey, let's collab with nothing else, it's it just doesn't make sense to me. And I literally, I'm sorry, but I will just delete your request if you send me, hey, let's collab without any context because I just... I just don't care to, like, you know, I don't know. If you're not going to pitch it in an interesting way, that kind of just sets the tone for the entire collaboration as not that interesting, if that makes sense. And that can be pretty harsh, but, you know, I value my time and I can't collab with everyone and, uh, I don't know, it's, it's been bothering me because... Um, I feel bad for, like, ignoring people. I feel like something that I'm good at doing is answering as many people as possible. Um, so I feel bad for not answering people, but at the same time, I just don't want to, like, let people take advantage of my time like that, you know? Um, going along with the theme of, um, answering everyone. So... On my Dan Mace video, I don't even know how many comments there were. There was a lot of comments, which is amazing. Thank you to everyone who commented. But, um, it was getting rough there for me to answer all the questions. Um, I probably spent hours, honestly, answering questions. Many hours. Um, which I love doing. Like, I love answering comments. I love reading the comments. Um... But I need to be realistic and, you know, find a more sustainable way of doing this because I found myself not being very, like, original with my answers and I hate doing that. Um, I hate feeling like a robot just answering people, saying thank you. Um, obviously, I think everyone loves to get an answer and I understand that from, you know, a viewer point of view because that's me. <laughs> um, but... I don't know, I need to find a way to answer comments and interact with people, but not be overwhelmed and not have it take up huge amounts of my day. Um, and also, I feel like, you know, it's also very apparent when I don't like a comment, because it'll show up with, like, two or three other ones that weren't hearted, you know? And it's, like, so obvious that I don't like if I don't like them because there's only a couple that aren't hearted. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> I was, I forgot which podcast I was listening to, but someone was talking about this, and they said that they'll just answer comments for, like, an hour or so after they post their video. And I thought that was interesting. I know YouTubers like um, Lily Singh do that, where she has Super 60, where the hour that she posts, she'll be answering comments for that hour. But obviously, I'm not on that level yet. I still can answer most comments. And on like a normal video that doesn't, you know, I don't want to say blow up, but you know, do better than average with more than average amount of comments. I can answer every single one of them, no problem. I'm not gonna slack. I don't want to be lazy and not answer you guys if I can. Um, it's just like the Dan Mace one where I don't even know how many comments there were. Definitely over a thousand, which means over 500 responses from me. <laughs> 
I actually want to check this because there there were just so many questions. Hold on, I'm pulling this up on my computer. I'm so excited this weekend. I'm going to be live streaming. Oh my god, there's two thousand comments. Okay, so I commented back around a thousand times. That just that's a thousand thank yous. Oh my god, that's. Yeah, see, things like that, like, I love doing them, but it takes up a lot of time, and I feel like my responses are becoming impersonal, and I don't like that. Um, yeah, what else was I talking about? Oh, so one thing I'm going to be launching pretty soon is my Patreon page, and I'm actually going to make a video talking about, like, you guys are getting the inside scoop. The podcast crew, you guys always get the in- the inside scoop. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to be starting a Patreon soon. I'm going to make a video sort of talking about, you know, the whole thing with c- creators getting paid by crowdfunding fun- and stuff like that. I think it's super interesting. I love... Oop, I'm back close to the microphone. I love what Jack Conti is doing with with Patreon. It's just so awesome and when I met him at VidCon like I was so excited to talk to him because he's literally a pioneer in this like industry of getting creators paid and I respect him so much for that also I'm so excited because Jack is going to Vid Summit so I'm so excited to hear him talk again like do a speech not hear him talk that sounds creepy do a speech because I I don't know, last time he did a speech at uh, VidCon, um, and it was like how many times he failed or something. You, like, He basically talked about all the times that he's failed before he succeeded, or like out of how many times he failed, he, su- he succeeded, and it was really mind-blowing and so cool. He's just such a cool guy. You can see the passion. It, like, it, like bleeds from his <laughs> eyes. Ew, that was such a disgusting metaphor. I don't even know where where did that come from. I think I was going to say, like, he radiates passion, and then for some reason just morphed into that. That was horrible. I'm so sorry. Uh, wait, what was, I don't even know what I was talking about now. I lost my train of thought. Oh, no. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I'm going to start a Patreon. <laughs> So yeah, look out for that video because I'll probably be announcing my Patreon like at the end of it. Um, And the reason why I would be starting a Patreon is because, um, well, first of all, I don't have like a paying job at the moment. I'm interning, um, you know, it's, I do want to start investing in more gear and all the things funds that would be raised by, um, my Patreon, my patrons would first and foremost go towards just improving the quality of my videos, whether that be through gear or through props or through, I don't know, funding projects that I want to work on or bigger videos, um, because I'm still a college student. Luckily, I don't you know, need a paying job as of right now, which I know a lot of college students do, but it's not a priority for me as of right now. So I do want to sort of build this up over time and start 
this is no secret. I do want to have my YouTube turn into some sort of um, career in the future, and maybe not like the only thing I'm doing, but you know, some sort of thing, um, because I want to make my passion into a career in the future, because who doesn't want to do what they love as a job? For me, that just sounds awesome. I would love to wake up every day doing what I love and be able to sustain myself. That's the dream. Um, so yeah, I'm not gonna sugarcoat this. Like, yes, I want to make some money making videos because I love making videos and why would I not want to do that? Um, so that I can make more videos. Um, but yeah, so look out for that video. I'm very excited about it. I've come up with a cool amount of rewards as well because I want to give back to anyone who donates. Um, donates. That sounds like I'm a charity or something. Who supports me. Is that better? I don't know. Um, but yeah, okay, this podcast is reaching the 30-minute mark. I feel like I just rambled for another half an hour. This is pretty typical, though, of this podcast. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. means a lot. If you liked this podcast, you can share it with your friends. Check out my YouTube channel if you haven't already. Wow, look at me just promoting everything right now. I don't think I've done this before on the podcast. Um... But yeah, you guys are the, my inside scoop crew, because there's not too many of you guys listening, which is completely fine. I'm just learning and developing this thing. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys around this time next week with another new podcast. And remember, all you need, all you need is an ember to start a flame. Nailed it first try. Okay, bye guys. <laughs>